We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, CMOS girlies. Your two ghosting girls, Kate and Emma, are back for episode 63. How's it going, Emma? It's going well. You know, just another bone chilling day in the city. <laughs> I'm injecting myself with more tea because it's just, it's so cold in my apartment. I think I've maybe I've mentioned this on the pod, but I don't think my heater works in my apartment. And I, being the classic Gen Z girly that I am, don't really want to complain to my super. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just suffer. So I have like 10 layers on. Um, but yeah, it do be winter out and, you know, it's kind of been a wild week for me, but it's the weekend. God bless America. You know, I get Monday off for MLK day, which is, you know, great, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy that we haven't been making memes for almost a week now. I honestly, it kind of feels good. It feels good to be like on vacation, you know, yeah. and we're talking, don't really have to keep tabs on anyone. But let us know if you guys have been missing us. I would like to know. I, I was like going to know. say the reception of our, you know, I was expecting a little bit more of people sad and sulking in the comments. They really missed our meme. You know, I was expecting some DM requests saying, oh my God, where's the, where are the memes? Why is my voice like this? First of all, sorry, uh, vocal fry in, in going on right now. Um, however, I don't know how many of y'all even noticed we're gone, which is kind of sad. It kind of, you know, a dagger to the fucking ego of thinking that we have this meme empire about apple cider vinegar and shit um so yeah if you've been missing us maybe send us a cheeky dm someone in geneva said originally like what is this big like why are you guys disappearing um but yeah it's been it's been good i think emma and i don't have to text each other at like 4 p.m we're both probably like unwinding and like trying to you know get in the last amount of serotonin for the day like who's gonna do the move the meme who's gonna do the fucking meme uh, the greater things in life we have been t- able to tap. Yeah, into. it feels good not to have to manically make a last minute meme because Kate and I are always like in a deficit. Yeah. And also I'm hoping that like a lot of new like meme templates will be created Me during too. this off period for us. Let me enter back. 
there will be a plethora of new templates to choose from because you know it was getting really really dry out there yeah i was gonna say that as well like when we come back we gotta have three bangers right in a row we gotta just let the people know like we're back with the fucking memes um yeah because i was struggling the same thing you know you go pinterest to instagram pinterest to instagram it's kind of sad someone we get dms every now and then and people are like can you send me your meme templates or how do you guys source memes it's like Sorry, y'all haven't figured it out. No offense, I'm not going to give you the secrets of the fucking castle of building an empire here. If you can't figure it out, clearly you don't got the essential worker skills of being a meme admin. Like it's self-taught, we gatekeep. But um, any new favorite supplements, crazy things you've seen on the internet, favorite foods of the week, Kate? Yeah. Um, let me know what. Yeah, what's what have you been putting Here's- inside your body? Here's what I've been doing. Um, a lot of savory breakfast, actually. I do a half savory, half sweet. I was normally a sweet tooth. However, I realized like when I work out in the morning, you know, salt helps with electrolytes and all my breakfasts are super sweet. I always add like a sprinkle of mulled on salt to it, but I've started eating like a little bit of kind of like a salad with a fried egg, avocado, everything with the bagel, miso paste, like mushrooms. And then I'll have like a little side of like oatmeal just to get like my sweet sweet, savory, sweet craving resolved. Um, I've been having a lot of soup. There's this one company, Goodstock, and they sent me some soup. It's like single serving frozen soups, which is awesome because I hate having excess. And then some prebiotic soda. I think it's like Vina Vin. I posted it on my store yesterday and uh, they have a cherry pop flavor, um, which I love, which I love. And then, you know, the casual immunity bites. Those are back in my rotation. Got some granola butter from Miss Oathouse, uh, so I've been consuming that. But kind of my my new financial state with food is that I've been really high and low, really mixing the highball and lowball. Like I will just eat potatoes for a meal, but then I'll have like really fancy dessert potato toppings, like the granola butter, like cashew butter, like a twenty dollar nut butter with my dirt cheap potatoes to do the the balance there. Um, that's been going on with me. What about you, dog? You know, I'm back on like the yogurt bowls. That's been like really, really hitting. Just like adding so much protein powder, like insane amount. Um, I bought more collagen and more probiotics from Ancient Nutrition, I believe. Kate Mm -hmm. and I, I really like their like placebo SBO um, probiotic one. I like actually feel like I was seeing like actual results, like with my bowel movements taking that. Um, Love a bowel movement. Shout out five minutes in the pod. (laughs) Shout out to that. Um been into dried mulberries and I don't know my dinners have been like I've been eating a lot of eggs yeah me too like I've like literally like eggs and sauerkraut have been like my weird snack like midday Mm -hmm. snack of choice just because like you know protein sure um but yeah no other interesting beverages or I bought like the Bengal spice tea again because I was like I need that cinnamon hit straight to the veins you know I Um, had matcha yesterday because I have a lot of single sachets. Maybe I was being a matcha truth, truther and I was a little bit too strong on that because I just put a lot of milk. I'm, oh, I'm back in my milkmaid era. I've been making cashew milk. I've been buying the flax seed milk again. Um, I have hazelnuts and I should make nut milk, but I'm like, hazelnut milk just sounds sad. Yeah. I bought medjool dates. So that's why I'm like back in my milkmaid era to get through them. Um, but, you know, with the cashew milk and the matcha, mm, girlies, maybe I was sleeping on matcha. I did kind of feel like a weird dizziness, but I feel like I have, oh, okay. I think I've been in like a manic beverage state. Like I will have a kombucha then I'll have a Celsius. Then I'll go to soul cycle. Then I'll get home and have magnesium. Then I'll have dandelion tea. And then I'll have like a Gia or something. A lot, a lot of liquids that are probably causing me something, but I don't care to investigate. 
um, in my turkey tail era with my rainbow mushrooms tincture and my coffee. I've been doing that. Uh, yeah, my lion's mane uh, tincture from Rainbow is actually out for delivery today, according to the shop app. So Sorry. maybe you'll be in my lion's mane era. I'm currently in my 1111 era. Yeah. Oh, if anyone wants to know. So macro was restocked at Whole Foods. I, I texted Emma. I texted her a video of it. It was even on sale this week. What a fucking St. Moss Girlies miracle. However, it's already out of stock again. I went like two or three days ago and there were only three left and I stole all of them. And then uh, like random, this random grocery store across the street from me will randomly have, um, the brand is like Kohl's mackerel and it's like basically like wild planet and it like tastes the same. Wait, go ahead. And they like will randomly have it. So whenever I'm there, I like always stock up. But then I saw actually- when I was whatever there yesterday, there's this other canned tin fish, but it's like octopus. It's like octopus and some sort of olive oil. I'm like, do I start buying like tinned octopus? Is that the move? Oh my God, do it. I was going to say, Emma, okay. I have a vision for us. You know, packaging of products, like Fishwife obviously does a very good job of their tin fish packaging. They probably are the cutest brand you can buy. That's their niche. I want, so I've, I've been thinking actually, I don't know if I haven't said this at all to you. I was thinking, like, should we make a new podcast logo? Like, should we do something to integrate our faces? Like, get someone to design, like, a little Photoshop, you know, outline of each of our faces? I've been thinking, but that that would, like, look very similar to the Pook podcast, where it's, like, the two faces facing each other. But I think we're, I think- No, I was thinking more, like, a meme kind of thing. Like, it's got to be corny. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. I'm, I think that makes sense. I think we're, it's time that we update the- Logo. But I- Logo. I was trying to say, we don't, I don't want us to do anything that's like aesthetic or anti-aesthetic, just like some scribbly drawn photo of us, like with macro in our hand. But my second point was, I think that we need to collab with Fishwife in some way to have like a Seamoss Girlies fish, not with Seamoss in it, not with Seamoss in it, but I want our faces on like a box of tin fish somehow. Girl, anything's possible. Anything's yeah. I mean, possible. that's, the, that's Carolyn Goldfarb, if you were listening, hello. We that's would like issue. to collab. Um, that's the issue with a lot of, uh, you know, brand things is that there's there's always a possibility and then there's always a possibility. There's always a possibility for something new to come out of the world. Yeah, that's the beauty of capitalism, baby. Anything's yeah. possible yeah. <laughs> as long as you have people who are willing to buy it. Yeah. But um, that doesn't get us into today's episode, but <laughs> we are going to jump into today's episode, which is the lymphatic system. Now we decided... This is like something that I was like kind of interested in doing just because I, I will occasionally do like the, you know, YouTube video follow along tutorials of like massaging your face, like drain, like, you know, the fluids in your face, to like, you know, stop being swollen and whatnot. Um, and it also like, I feel like the lymphatic system, I'm always like, this sounds like superficial and fake, but like, I know it probably like has some sort of like purpose in our greater um, body just because, you know, everything that exists within our body is for a reason. Um, but yeah, we decided to do a little bit of investigating, um, more investigating than the Trader Joe's episode, LOL. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to talk about what it is, you know, kind of the history of like the gua sha, why it's popular, you know, if you actually need to be spending $300 on a massage, you know, we just kind of get into like all the nooks and crannies of the lymphatic system. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we should call this episode, like lymph. The lymph- I think the word lymph node is like the funniest word ever. Lymph node Olympics. Like I don't know, not Olympics, but something will come, something will strike as we're, as we're shotting over here. One of us will say something like brain dead and that'll be what we use. You know who I was thinking about as I was eating my breakfast today? Melissa oh. Broder. Where is she at? Um, oh, from 
I first, at first, at first, the first, when you said Melissa Broder, for some reason, the image of Melissa Woods came into my mind. I was like, Melissa Woods, like, why are you thinking about her? Oh but Melissa Broder, I, you know, she'd be tweeting her so sad today thoughts on the Yeah, but I think she's definitely one of our podcast muses and I'm just wondering where she's at. Well, you know, she's probably, you know, experiencing the different stages of grief with her, didn't her dad die? Yeah, she's probably eating like, a, you know, something from her car. Uh, yeah, probably that. she's probably still doing that love that for her um but yeah let's get into today's shot about the lymphatic system title pending but we'll, we'll get it out there for you girlies all right we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, CMOS girlies, did you know dates are hot right now? No, no, we're not talking about dinner dates with your crush. We're talking about these delicious sweet superfruit. We're here today with our friends at Julie's. Dates are trending, and for a good reason. Julie's dates are a perfect sugar-sweet swap as you ditch refined sugar and start your new year strong. They may look ugly, but they taste like caramel, and they're loaded with antioxidants, and they're low in the glycemic index, so they won't make you crash. Dates are delicious on top of a dessert potato or a bowl of oats. Julie's dates have more potassium than a banana per ounce, so they're good for recovery for our fitness girlies. 
These dates come in the cutest boxes with sustainable packaging, and they're farm organically grown as well, which will make you smile. So if you want to try out Julie's, you can use code CMOSGIRLIES at checkout for 20% off your order. Now back to the show. So let's just do a brief high-level overview of what the lymphatic system is, because again, it's probably a term that you guys like have heard a bit about, like, you know, you got to drain your lymphatic system, but like, what the fuck does that even entail? I'm here to tell you. Um, also we got like a funny, um, whatever, uh, review about like how it just sounds like we like basically are like reading off like Google, <laughs> google.com researches, shut up. Um, anyway, so the lymphatic system, um, it's essentially like our body sewage system and like the shortest way to kind of explain it, but it is a subsystem of like the circulatory and immune system. And essentially like what it's like entire purpose is, is to remove this like excess fluid, which is called lymph from body tissue and then pump it back into the bloodstream. I know this like lymph fluid that is being pumped into pumped into the bloodstream contains like white blood cells and it helps the body get rid of like different toxins and waste that can enter into our body. Now, unlike blood, which flows in a continuous loop, lymph fluid actually only like flows in one direction up towards the neck and towards the heart because of like these thin walled lymphatic vessels that like basically this lymph fluid only travels in its own vessels and they only are like in a one way stream. And the lymphatic system includes things such as like the lymph nodes, spleen, collecting ducts, tonsils, appendix, bone marrow, and like the payers patch. And now the the lymphatic system, like I mentioned, it is a subsystem of the circulatory and immune system. And it helps in like fighting infection and disease and also maintaining body fluid levels. And it also helps in like the absorption of fat and fat soluble nutrients. So it actually does serve like a greater purpose than just like solely existing in your body. And so that's why like any type of like blockage can impact the lymphatic system to carry out its like designated functions. And there actually are some diseases that are associated with the lymphatic system. And this can include like enlarged or swollen lymph nodes. And this can largely be caused by infection, inflammation, or cancer. So for example, like strep throat and like an infected skin wound could cause like lymph nodes to become swollen. And that would kind of like help and like this could like prohibit your body from like basically being able to, you know, carry this like lymph fluid back into your back into your bloodstream, which then would again kind of like causes like swelling sensation. And then there's another term called lymphedema, which is like swelling or accumulation of fluid. And this can result from again, a blockage of the system caused by like scar tissue. And also it is very common for when these nodes are removed from either like surgery or radiation of cancer. While I was like doing research and reading, like there's a lot of association with like lymphatic system and like cancer. And then lastly, again, like I just mentioned the cancer of lymphatic system. So lymphoma is a cancer like that is present on the lymph nodes. And it just like happens when these lymphocytes grow and multiply rapidly. So the lymphatic system kind of like, again, brief overview, like recap, it does like serve like a greater purpose. And you know, to know if you have like kind of like swollen or like if your lymphatic system is kind of like backed up, you're going to like notice just mainly from like swelling. That'll be like the main thing that you'll like really notice um, from like an exterior point of view. I'm so sorry. I'm literally on mute and I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I think I've never really like with lymph, lymph nodes. And I was always like, oh, when I was in choir, I heard about this a lot. Like, oh, you're swollen lymph nodes or something, or you can't sing. Um, this week, but I think the, the more recent reason that I've like paid attention to it is with wellness. Heard a lot about lymphatic draining, obviously the gua sha and all those tools, which we're going to get into. 
Um, but I never really knew like the background, like Emma was saying that it is like targeted for certain people with a certain degree to really care about this. I just thought it was a general kind of health thing everyone should pay attention to. So sort of the more recent Western buzz around the lymphatic system at large was kind of in 2016. So as you can imagine with Instagram and kind of like the wellness aesthetic that we talk about a lot, like pink millennial, uh, all the same fonts on stuff, like the grid on those, these brands, Instagram looks all the same. It's very cookie cutter, you know, a lot of beauty brands specifically started to tap into like this new skincare trend being, and like, I'm using new, like as a joke, not a joke, but it's not new, obviously. Like these things have been around, but they're branding them as a new thing in this like the Western capitalist lens. So things like Jade Rollers started to become popular. You started to see these all over Instagram. A lot of skincare brands started to launch their own Jade Roller. Uh, Maybe there would be like a little video on their Instagram showing how to use it. Or if you went to a spa or something, you could buy one on your way out. Then it slowly moved over to using the gua sha, dry brushing, and now lymphatic massages started to become advertised as well. That articles on any like health website or beauty website started to talk about the necessary or the necessity to go get a lymphatic massage. Um, And it becomes an issue, I think, from my perspective, is that now beauty writers, you know, you read articles like, I tried this diet for 30 days. I tried the newest Rihanna Fenty makeup products. You know, these beauty writers have no certification around health and wellness, whether they're like have a whole lot holistic degree, um, some sort of integrative nutritional thing, or if they're like an actual dermatologist, or if they are you know, I don't know what certifications you can get for like being a masseuse, a masseuse license. Uh, they don't have any doctor's degree, right? But they're doing little like trendy, buzzy articles. And they obviously want to get clicks, right? Um, when you're going through like SEO on, on the internet, if people are Googling gua sha, you want to have a buzzy headline. So people click into it. That's how working at a magazine works. And so I, I know there were a lot of articles that were like, I tried the, the gua sha for 30 days and here's what's happened. You know what, like, bothers me about, like, this article, too, is that, like, why, like, 30 days? Like, it's also, like, it takes, like, often, like, months to, like, really see any type of, like, result, and I just think, like, that kind of, like, then puts, like, a lot of, like, unnecessarily expectations on, like, people who are, like, reading these articles. It's, like, oh, well, if this person, quote, unquote, like, you know, said that they got, like, a snatched face in 30 days, like, I should expect that, too, and obviously, like, that's not even, like, practical, like, to even, like, imagine, Um, and obviously, like, I feel like a lot of these articles, too, they're kind of, like, you know, pointed or in the direction of kind of like paid like advertising that's like baked into like the writing so it's also it's like they might just be doing this because like the brand is like paying them to do it and like you may not even like know as like the reader and I didn't know for the longest time that when people often get interviewed they are paying magazines to interview them um like I just thought people were getting into the gloss profiles no those people pay to get it into the gloss profile um people pay for publicity like that's what publicists do and back to these articles I think it gets into this entirely just like rigid discipline and productivity or under capitalism where I have to be a disciplined person under these 30 days to get the result to get my body modification like I we could probably do an episode about plastic surgery I don't really care to if people want something on that but I think it's the same issue with that where these body modifications you are fitting in you're you're forming your body to fit into the beauty standard obviously it's only those who have money and a lot of these practices like we're going to get into are supposed to be accessible and affordable. They go back to ancient tradition, 
but now it's been co-opted by Western capitalists, like spaces and companies and shit. So it's like, I'm buying this to show people that I'm buying it. I'm posting it on Instagram to show people that I'm doing it. You know, I'm writing this article for my magazine because a fucking company probably started by a white woman that doesn't recognize the history of these products. Like it's just all scammy, you know? And like Emma was saying, if someone reads this article and they're trying to confer benefits from it, they're not, they're not actually holistic practitioners or doctors. And I think this whole 30 day challenge, I've seen people do like, I went to Barry's boot camp for 30 days in a row. Um, well, what were the other aspects of your wellness routine? Were you getting sleep? Did you drink every single night? Did you eat enough? Like, how is everything else playing into this? Because I think with this one, specifically the gua sha and dry brushing, maybe you just weren't sleeping. Like maybe you actually just weren't sleeping and you're dehydrated and you were drinking too much alcohol. And so your skin looked bad or like bad, worse quality than it normally does. So it just, gives, like, you I was gonna say, it just gives a lot of authority to these writers to just hype up a product as a miracle cure. And that's like what I hate about wellness stuff is that really no product is going to cure all of your stuff. And like, especially like a dry brushing type thing. Well, also to like piggyback off that, I think also it's like, okay, these are all like, we live like in a very like aesthetic visual society. So it's like, yeah, like your face might look more slim or like, you know, resemble more of like Bella Hadid's like crazy cheekbones. But also it's like, that isn't like a true marker of like, whether you're actually quote unquote, like healthy or not. You might just like, seem like more hot to like society's standards but like on the inside you know you could still be incredibly like inflamed or like have like you know really high like omega-6 to omega-3 ratio or like you might be like have like terrible like muscle mass etc and like those are more like true indicators of whether you're actually like healthy or not so I think these like quick fixes are like things that are like basically mostly targeted just to like make you look more like aesthetically like pleasing to society is like again a really like dangerous space and I wish that like we could like, you know, pull away from like that type of aspect and like actually care about like internal health instead. Yeah. And kind of like, I think it is okay to want to look a certain way. I think it is. Oh, of course. And I think that's the slippery slope where like, if you ever accuse someone that like you're doing this for aesthetics, well, like, yeah, maybe they are, but maybe they do have a healthy relationship with it. But I just think the practice at large that if you are in like a very impressionable young state, like you're 15 and you think that you have to do all this shit, that's where it does become problematic when the people that have influence over it. It's kind of like how people obviously get like eating disorders from watching what I eat in a day videos and food the banana girl. I think this is just another like slippery slope for people that are like, I just think a lot of influencers are dumb too. Like whenever they do a TikTok video or something like this, and then people in their comment section, like call them out and they're like, no, I wasn't doing it for aesthetics. I love my body. Or if people do a body check before what I eat in a day video and they're like, oh, I w- it just happened to be naked when I woke up and I was just showing my body. It's like, you, you fucking did that purposely. So shut up. Um, the next aspect around the buzz about it, I kind of already spoke about it, but cultural appropriation and kind of it, what it ties into specifically the gua sha. So if you don't know what a gua sha looks like, you can pause this and like, look it up just to, you know, kind of what we're talking about. It's a massage tool. Um, it's made of jade typically, and it's been widely used by ancient Chinese or um, medical practitioners and holistic doctors and just average people for a very long time it was first computed and written down back in the Ming dynasty which was between like 1368 1644 but it actually dates back to the paleolithic era that people were kind of using this technique so people would use like actual stones like when you're thinking really really old times to massage their body and reduce the side effects of illness that makes a lot of sense to me right like without modern medicine and if you have an illness or something like let's just take this rock and try to like resolve my IT van, even though they probably didn't know what an IT van was at that time. 
Um, so now this, the practice obviously find its roots in Eastern wellness methods, right? But the beauty industry in the US has now co-opted this concept for its own fortune. And that's where the issue lies. Most products fail to give credit to the wellness practices of Eastern healers. When you go on websites, it doesn't really say like where the jade roller originates, gua sha, there's no like history of the product. You never click into it and you actually go to find anything about sourcing or maybe a story of like why this exists. And that's like such an easy thing for brands to do. Like there's no reason for you not to have a blurb about it. Um, and they often, it's that I think is a big issue because like the companies are not educating their consumers People are buying stuff because it's buzzy and it is on the companies to like do the right thing in that aspect. Um, so I think the biggest thing that you can do, obviously, if you are interested in like jade rollers, gua sha, any of these techniques and stuff is just to be mindful of what, like who your, inf who your information is from or where you're buying it from and really making sure that you're not just giving back to someone that doesn't respect the origins of it. Um, yeah. That's like the same with matcha. It's the same with turmeric, like everything that has been appropriated by Western uh, culture is like go back and try to find a company that is sourcing correctly and giving back to those who actually originated the practice. Absolutely. And I think then just to give like a little like history lesson, I suppose, on like lymphatic massages, I feel like this again, just like in recent years has become like more and more popular and like prevalent. And like, you know, I feel like it was like all like, we're all doing cupping. And then it was like acupuncture. And now it's like lymphatic like massages. But this actually does date back to like around like a, a bit, like over like a hundred years. And it was originally called the Vodder lymphatic drainage. Because this dude, Emil Vader, like in 1930, he grew up with like really poor health. He's like from Denmark and then like moved to France to kind of like seek out to like improve his health. And he slowly kind of like grew a deep fascination with the lymphatic system and like did a lot of like research study on that. And so like as a result, he kind of developed like this massage technique, which later got coined to be called the Vader lymphatic drainage since he was like kind of like the original founder of this like massage technique. And he presented it at a conference in Paris and it slowly just like gained like buzz, um, the more and more it became like more popular and like widespread. And doctors really just began to admire his work through like the connection between like massaging and like lympho lymphomedia. And, you know, so proof that like lymphatic massages like actually have been around for like a long period of time. And it isn't like some like random like gorp core dude from like, I don't know, Colorado who was just like, I'm going to start like massaging your body in like a particular fashion or like some like weird like white wellness girl who's just like, I'm going to show you how to like, you know, massage your cheekbones with your like bare hands. Um, so there is like some like history and like evidence that like, and we'll get kind of get more into like, do like massages like actually work and are they like beneficial for everyone? But like, it has actually like been around for like, you know, a decent amount of time for it to like be relevant and like alternative medicine. Yeah. So kind of into all the tools and different practices we've kind of vaguely discussed like piece by piece. So gua sha being the first so the, if you don't know anything about the origins, I'm not going to give you the story of it. I would recommend that you go to a traditional Chinese like medicine website or book and read about it. But this is just a little skinny on kind of like the ideology behind it. So when you get into Eastern medicine, the Eastern belief of yin and yang, which in a healthy body should be balanced. So whenever sickness or disease enters the body, it signifies that your body is imbalanced. So the gua sha is often utilized as a tool to restore this stability because it will release the energy that is like not toxic, but just like the bad energy in you. So whether that's like an excess cold or a toxic heat, you are getting that out with the gua sha. Um, so the, you can look up also like how to do this. There's plenty of like face mapping things. And oftentimes estheticians have videos about this because it does kind of similarly relate to skincare stuff, um, specifically with the gua sha. You know, if you are using it, you want to 
use a face oil, like if you read into any of like the instructions of how to use a gua sha. So like if estheticians are giving you a, a massage or a facial, sometimes they will use a gua sha in their practice. Um, so there is a lot of resources on the internet, but the biggest thing is like, don't panic if your skin becomes red and develops bruises. Like you don't want to actively um, beat up yourself, but when you realize like what you're doing, um, it's going to diminish over time, but your body is just circulating. Like your, your blood circulation is just increasing and you want to actually glide the tools towards your lymph nodes to stimulate the drainage and like reduce this swelling. Um, but at the same time, like, I think the biggest thing about all these tools that we're getting into is that you need to kind of know what benefit you're seeking out. Like, am I randomly doing this as like something is like a distraction to get off my phone? That's valid. Sometimes I think it's fun to like, you know, do like weird things like that. Like I'll just sit in a weird stretch, even if I don't want it, you know, I don't need the benefit from it. So if you're just gua shaing, you know, mindlessly while you're watching a YouTube video, that's fine, but don't expect that you're going to like lose a pound of like skin from your face or like look a lot thinner and stuff. So there's no evidence that jade rollers actually are going to improve your collagen production. I know a lot of like the, the goopy type websites say that or fight acne. That's another thing that it can't really do. Um, and the next one is dry brushing. So if you're not familiar with it, it is very much what it sounds like. You take this like wood brush and you brush it in like circular motions on most of the time your legs. I feel like sometimes your arms, your stomach um, with no water, oil, anything. It is entirely a dry brush. So it's supposed to exfoliate dead skin cells and then like stimulate your circulatory and lymphatic systems by doing this. But a lot of the issue around this for me personally is that a lot of the language around dry brushing has now become all about cellulite, like reduce the appearance of your cellulite with a dry brush. It breaks up your fat cells. A lot of the brands like claim that dry brushing is going to do, has these fat loss benefits, but in reality, that's bullshit. And also a lot of certified dermatologists like claim or kind of bash, you know, these, these brands, because you're not actually stimulating your lymphatic system when you're doing this. It might feel good, but it might, you know, like increase the drainage of fluids, but people just think that it's going to flush out toxins. And that stuff is just like such a pseudo medical claim that has no backing for it. Um, and then the main reason this dermatologist I was reading about was kind of talking about dry brushing is that it gets back to this area of detox where that your body's handles your own detoxification process, which is handled by your liver and kidney. So you dry brushing is not going to uh, trigger any detoxing in your body. You know, you, your skin might look a little bit smoother. You can get rid of dead skin cells. Yes. But the internal health stuff is where all of this stuff falls on its face and falls flat. Um, and the next one that I didn't really know much about is like the physical lymphatic massage. So if you Google it, it the ballpark range for like a, a session is like 100 to $200 per hour. I don't get regular massages, so I don't know if that's affordable or not. Like, I don't know what a good massage is and what isn't. Um, so it's like a normal massage, but it actually requires the therapist to be certified as like a lymph lymphedema therapist. Um, that's the condition that we're talking about people who actually have like lymphatic issues. And so they put your hands, they put their hands directly onto the client's skin. It's much lower in intensity and it's all about like the stroke pattern. Kind of, if you imagine what you're doing with a jade roller to your face, um, it's kind of like stretching your body and like weird directional strokes. Now the benefits of it is that it has a reduction in swelling. It will increase your circulation just by the nature of the fact that you're getting a fucking massage. Um, but once again, it's going to most benefit those who have lymphedemia, which is this swelling in their lymphatic system. So it needs to be targeted. Like if you have a health concern that is related to this, or you have lymphedemia, then you should probably maybe consider getting a massage. Everyone else like kind of fucking relax. Um, 
so yeah, it's it's just like another thing where there's not enough research to substantiate a lot of the claims, like the higher order health claims with this stuff. I think to like think about why there isn't like a lot of, you know, evidence to support is because like it's very difficult again for like a lot of like alternative like medicines from practices to actually like secure funding just because like, you know, in the Western world, we definitely are very much like science first. And so like science and current Western models of medicine often just reject complementary forms of medicine. So, you know, if you are like someone who does practice and like Eastern medicine practices and like you are like certified, like in some degree, shape, way, or form, and you want to like prove that like, you know, like there are like substantial like benefits from this. You're obviously, if you are going to end up and going out to like do a test, you're going to end up having probably like smaller sample sizes, et cetera, just because it's like so difficult to like, you know, afford to like, you know, do some sort of like testing on like, you know, over a hundred or 200 people where that's like an actual like quantifiable like amount of people for like, you know, a, for some sort of like, you know, clinical trial or study to like be like relevant. And I think like, that's why, you know, a lot of like alternative forms do get dismissed by like the larger community at hand. And I think like, you know, again, there is like a place for both like Eastern and Western practices. And just because like, I think like still Eastern medicine does deserve still like a lot of credit and it does have like have its like time and place. And many of these practices, again, do have strong ties to like many cultures such as like Ayurveda. And so I think just because there isn't a lot of like evidence doesn't mean that like you should totally dismiss it. But I think like also like don't like automatically assume that it's going to like save you. And I think that goes also like for like Western medicine, don't just like assume that this like, you know, drug that you're taking is going to like cure you and everything as well. Um, So I think like that's like another reason kind of like why it can be difficult to like trust, you know, alternative forms just because they haven't been as like widely accepted due to these like, you know, difficulties and like roadblocks and barriers of like securing like funding and credibility from like, you know, rest like the medical community. Yeah, I was going to talk about that as well, because I do think we kind of shit on everything related to wellness. And I think about wellness in two ways that like Eastern medicine and holistic wellness and like these quote hippie, more like liberal progressive remedies I'm not discounting them as BS if there's no clinical studies. However, if something has been around for centuries and centuries, like Gua Sha, like Ayurveda, any of these actual practices that have a deep cultural history to them, never discrediting those because people have been doing them. However, it's like when specifically white brands are trying, like white female founded or male founded, whatever, just like people in the Western space try to profit off of things that they don't have a deep history of and are clearly substantiating claims that are not based on any research right like I don't think those who are from like Chinese origin that are saying that like yes we gua shot it's good for you they're not trying to like build some fake brand like all of these you know western people are they're like we've used this and it makes sense to us we've seen benefits but I kind of hate this like it's such fine lines between wellness stuff like we talk about none of this is regulated by the government and that's why like there's so much leeway with health claims about what people say um, like I was talking about before, like, why are they saying that this is going to reduce your cellulite? Like, why are all of these like goop kind of websites saying that if there's no research, those who are of like Chinese descent are not saying that from dry brushing. It's just like when these Westerns brands co-op practices, it becomes plainly fucking obvious that they are in the market to make money. Um, so that's kind of the thing. A few other things that you can do lymphatic system wise foam roller, obviously, like I do that, um, lactic acid buildup. If you are anyone into fitness, it technically is doing the same thing to your body, increasing circulation, magnesium, as yo girlies know, um, it's responsible for everything from being like a stress kind of sleep supplement, but blood pressure regulation into your heart rhythm. So it's kind of like this, it's a perfect complement for your lymphatic system. 
And also um, just regular daily exercise. You don't have to go out by the gua sha or, you know, get a massage. Research has shown that like regular movement that can like range just from like a simple brisk walk to, you know, running, swimming, jump roping. Basically, you know, when you are exercising, you're making your muscles contract and this helps push the lymph fluid through their vessels, which will result in less swelling. But also keep in mind too, that like, it is also normal to like, maybe feel like a little inflamed or like perhaps like bloated after an intense exercise, just because like that is like an inflammatory response from your body because you're putting it under stress. And then also, you know, you can perform like lymphatic massages, like on your face. If you're someone who's like interested in maybe like, you know, partaking in some sort of like, you know, self-care, um, you know, moment. I have done like the lymphatic, like massaging, like on my face. I like, you know, follow YouTube videos here and there. I think it's like a really like nice relaxing thing for me to do and like unwind at night. There's this one girl, I think her YouTube channel is called like the moments that I follow. Then I also know, like, I feel like this is like very like pretentious and like elitist, but like that, like face yoga or like face gym place. I don't even know if they're still around like in the city, but you know, there are like different techniques that you can to like, you know, you know, decrease puffiness, like in your face, but like, you can even just like use like a fucking like ice cube if that's like what you're seeking out. But yeah, like there are like alternative ways that are much cheaper and affordable than like, you know, going out and like getting the dry brush or the jade roller that costs like, you know, $30 to like a hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah. And kind of the next section I already kind of did a riff about, but my whole perspective on like the lymphatic system, I was like, this is a bullshit wellness thing. That was my main, um, anecdotal like thing before coming to this episode and kind of the myths or I guess reason to be a skeptic. And like the reason if I come off skeptical in these episodes is just because I want to our viewers who are younger women, I know to realize that like, you shouldn't take everything at face value when it comes to wellness. Like you should not automatically trust brands just because they have a cute font on their product because the founder seems nice. Not saying you have to say that every product is bullshit. I think there are those who are like starting companies that have great intention, but there's also a lot of bullshit out there. I have been on the phone call with founders. Like I will say this, been on the phone call with founders to influence for their product. And I gave them feedback that I did not like the taste of this product and I'm not going to be promoting it. The founder said to my face, yeah, we know that the product didn't really taste good, but we just put it to market to just see how it would do. Why the fuck would you ever do that? Like, why the fuck would you ever do that? You, you don't have your consumer's interest out. You're clearly just trying to make money off a shitty product. That is just so disingenuous. And this was a brand that I actually very much respected. And that is kind of talked about in our Geneva platform as well. I'm not going to say what brand it is, but just like kind of watch out, kind of be a little bit skeptical. So um, getting into this like myth kind of category or like what is bullshit and what is real. So a lot of brands with jade rollers and gua sha, they kind of go on these sweeping claims that it prevents your lymph nodes from getting blocked when you do use their tools, helps to fight disease and prevent infection. I think anytime you see someone that says you're going to prevent disease or infection, that's a pretty high order health claim to substantiate. It's not just something like reduces puffiness. That's a pretty like, like not substantive thing. It's a very subjective claim, but to fight disease that is pretty bullshit. Like to say that your little product is going to do that. Um, and the evidence for this in most common, like with other skincare trends, this is completely anecdotal, but they claim that there's this legitimacy through something called like the manual lymphatic drainage massage, MLD. We kind of talked about what that is, but once again, this is a very specific medical massage. This is to prevent physical release from an illness. It's not to find cure for an illness, right? This is not going to cure your lymphedemia, it's just going to make it less painful and provide you some temporary relief from this massage. And the language around like the benefits, the claims all get super fucking dodgy. Some other stuff you've seen, if you just do a basic like scroll, like looking at jade rollers on all these like Western companies, it says it like pushes fluids and toxins into the lymphatic channels. It drains it away. 
But I always think like interrogate that, like how will it actually push out the toxins? As we've talked about before, your body naturally detoxes itself. How could I even measure if my toxins are being pushed out? Like the person, for example, that wrote like beauty columns, like I tried the gua sha for 30 days and it detoxified my body. Okay. Did you get blood work before? Did you go to a, like, where are you getting that fucking claim? Um, so you can do stuff like Emma was saying to feel good. It's a very nice, like stress thing. It's very relieving. It does help your circulation. However, don't expect it to detoxify your liver, right? Come on. Like see most girlies turn on your brain. That's not going to happen. Um, and so like all this internal cleansing type, like propaganda, it might, it's going to like empty your wallet. Obviously these are very expensive things, but is it actually good for your health? Like human beings for years and years in history have been trying to rid their bodies of perceived toxins. That's a natural thing to do. Like native American, uh, communities have specifically used a lot of forms of ritual cleansing and purification, such as like a sauna, like sweat lodge. If you look on like many different, um, ethnicities and traditions there typically always is something that is about like saving your body from pathogens. But that's just before the invention of Western medicine, right? Like if you think about it, if you don't have a doctor to go to, you kind of had to figure out how to deal with your own body when it was fighting illness. Um, And there are good reasons to be concerned about your environment. Like I do think everyone has a legitimacy to be like interested in some sort of self-administered detoxification. Like, you know, when there's emerging pathogens, when you look at the lead in toys, mercury in fish, smog in the air, pollutants in the water, like it, it does make sense to be a skeptic about like, needing to detoxify your body, but like, you're not gonna be able to administer that on your own. Um, So this gets into my two least favorite players in the wellness space, I gotta say on the record, which are gonna be Goop and Sakara Life. Um, I'm big haters of those ones. So Goop has a lot of stuff about detoxing. We've already done a whole episode on Goop if you wanna go listen to it. Someone left a review and said we were Gen Z Goop. (laughs) I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, Thanks, I guess I have a community, but I also don't really promote any of the same stuff she does. Thanks, I guess. So, we are worlds apart from, from Miss Gwyneth. Yeah, but thank you. Um, I think it'd be funny if Gwyneth somehow got on our podcast without knowing that we don't like her. And then it was just really funny, you know? Um, maybe, maybe we'll manifest that. However, um, so Goop obviously sells, like she is in the business to profit off of like her products and her plans and stuff. So she has a detox plan. And like one of the first things that you're supposed to do and related to like your body and movement and exercise is to go get a lymphatic massage. Um, and there was someone like a, someone that did an article kind of like, I followed the goop detox that I was reading about. And she went to this place to go get the lymphatic massage and all the, the therapies at this like place that Gwyneth recommends are performed at an infrared massage bed. Um, so like Gwyneth is kind of claiming, like, if you're getting a massage in this like sauna, there's going to be allegedly like further detoxifying benefits. Like, where's the science around this? You know, like it's, it's just whatever. I mean, if you're dumb enough to buy the goop detox plan, like, I don't really feel bad for you that you were scammed by like something. Um, the next one is Sakara life, their copy on their website, whoever's doing that needs to go to jail. Like they, they claim such bullshit through all of their products. We've kind of already talked about Sakara life on our one episode. Wellness is fucked episode seven. If you want to go back, um, but on Sakara life, when you look at the lymphatic system, here's copy exactly what it says. Perhaps it was the extra glass of wine. Maybe it was the late night takeout or an off-kilter sleep schedule. Regardless of the culprit, you've woken up swollen and puffy. Instead of hiding behind oversized sunglasses, tune it. So it basically is shaming you for any sort of fun activity you've done and said, now you must be a good regimented little capitalist slave for your aesthetic. And you need to tune into your body. So, you know, you know, all those Sakara life hoes are like drinking their natural red wine and eating their fucking like rigatoni pasta at like 7 p.m. at like Carbone. 
And like, you know, they, you know, they aren't just like being like sad in their bed, eating their like wilted kale salads. Yeah. And like Emma said earlier, so much of this is on aesthetics. And a lot of these people that are like, I'm not accusing anyone of how their body looks, but there are like, it is so difficult to tell if someone is in good health based on physical stuff alone. You could be, there's a lot of models from the nineties that have come out on TikTok and they're like, yeah, I looked good in that one photo shoot in Vogue when I was like really thin. However, uh, internally, I now have severe health effects. So just pushing on the fact of like, your gua sha is going to reverse. I think that's such a bad mindset. It's like, I'm going to go work out to burn off what I ate. Uh, This is the exact same fucking ethos behind this. And it advises people to invest in a tool as like, another thing they said, obviously, is like the reduction in cellulite too. It's just focusing on this physical appearance versus your internal effects. You can have cellulite and be healthy. It is very, very normal. If not, everyone has cellulite to some degree. Um, You could still have smooth skin and suffer from chronic illness. Like you could be a Vogue model and have severe internal issues. Like a lot of models do not get their period. A lot of models have like severe health consequences and none of that stuff is visible or really talked about. Another thing that bothers me with the Sakara life shit is that it is giving people problems. It is giving people problems in their head that they don't have. And now they're seeking out a consumer solution for this. Buy more, the capital, like go get another product for you. It's this self-care industrial complex, which we've talked about a lot in episodes that you are now taught as a person that your value comes of what you can afford, your purchasing power to exemplify with everyone, but based on what fancy tools you have, what clothes you wear, that you fit in a certain class status. And if not, if you don't fit in that class status, if maybe like the gouache has a little bit out of your budget, you're still going to go buy it and still use it and post about it. It's this like social signifier that is signifying that like, I kind of want to risk it. So I look like I'm running with the upper dogs, even though I'm not right. And that's just such a dodgy area to be in. Um, it's sold to like white f- female wealthy mas- masses as part of this wellness routine. Um, and there was this actually this really funny story that I was reading about with like lymphatic massage. So there's this one Los Angeles woman named Lisa Le- Levitt Gainsley, and she's a certified lymphedemia therapist. Um, she started this brand called the lymphatic massage. So like it was one of the bigger brands that was kind of preaching this gospel of like the lymphatic mas- massage. And so it says that like she uses 25 years of vast knowledge of the lymphatic system to address the specific needs of her clientele. What does that mean? It didn't mention anything about certifications or how she'd been doing this or any benefit she'd been giving to her clients. And the homepage says that this type of massage can boost your immune system if you're going through cancer treatment. Like how, how do you, I mean, there's not enough eyes. The government doesn't give a fuck what people are peddling on their websites, but it gets to this tension. I think that we kind of spoke about between Eastern and Western medicine where Alternative health has been on the rise for the past 10 years, rightfully so, because there is this wider crisis in undiagnosed women's health problems. You know, there have been women that have been, specifically women of color, that have been told that like, oh, your menstruation issues, the Black infant mortality rate in this country, there is a reason to distrust the Western medical profession. However, all of these alternative health people that are saying that a lymphatic massage is going to solve your cancer, that's not the answer either, right? It's a solution that is just so misaligned, and it's just like, preying on people's insecurities about going to their actual doctor. I'm sure all of you have gone to your doctor with some sort of like period pain or something like that. Your doctor's like, oh no, just like tough it out and take Tylenol. If I got that diagnosis, I would try to seek out holistic therapies, but then these holistic people are also kind of peddling you bullshit a lot of the time. Um, So yeah, it's like people seek out these like lymphatic things to, because they distrust male doctors. Women have been scoffed at for years. So it's kind of um, a trend in wellness, um, like I was saying. So the next thing is kind of how to take care of your lymphatic system and like who actually needs to address this. 
So the lymphatic draining system was once again to treat people with the illness of lymphedemia. Um, it is a characterization of having this buildup of fluid. It's a blockage or injury. Um, it can be the culprit of like an, a weakened immune system and like some symptoms, once again, go to your doctor, make sure that you actually have this. But if you get frequently infected, have a lot of viruses, your, your lymph nodes are swollen. You have chronic fatigue, muscle aches, pain. Um, that's kind of who really needs to pay attention to the lymphatic system. Everyone else, it's kind of not really a big health concern. I would say overall, you can be preventative with it, but you shouldn't be seeking out treatments. Um, cause yeah, it's kind of unsure how it aids the average person. Um, so that's the, that's the lymph node pod. <laughs> the lymph node pod. Yeah. Kind of a juicy one. And yeah, that's a good episode. <laughs> we did it dog. Another day, another shot. Um, kind of nice. We don't have to, you know, post any memes now. Um, maybe I'll make some memes about the lymphatic system. That's going to get the audience back into us. <laughs> When we come back with the bang, first first meme is of the lymph node, how it looks like a kidney bean. Yeah, we'll get unfollowed by 20,000 people in one moment. Um, amazing. Perfect. Yeah, I hope you don't freeze today, dog. Um, yeah, I'm going to swim later. So, you know, I probably will have the frozen hair effect while I'm walking back from the pool. But worth it, worth it for those gains, worth it to feel strong and powerful. Indeed. Um, what what's on the docket for you i don't know on a day of wandering getting dinner later um i don't really have any tasks i need to do so who knows just podcast and maybe stroll into a health store that's about it for me word well cmos girlies uh just like that another episode make sure you you know share the pod let us know how you like the pod Hate we love you. We're still present. Um, even though we're not as present as we were, we're still very much alive. And yeah, we'll catch you guys on next week's episode of who knows what it'll be, but peace and love. Bye, Seamus Girlies. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Bye.